Good morning, everyone. My name is Kevin Lagore, and welcome to another episode of the What's Up webcast. We do this every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here at the Skywatcher USA YouTube channel. Uh, we cover everything from what's up into the nighttime sky to equipment to helpful tips and tricks for astrophotography and observing. And then at the end of the month, we have a special guest on to talk about their expertise in the field of astronomy. So, um, audio went away. Let's see. You guys hear me okay? Good? Good? All right. Well, if there's any audio issues, we have a lot of new technology running today. Uh, we've got our new mic. Uh, that should be all set. The left, right. I know people were asking about that last week. We've got that fixed. Uh, I got a new camera set up that we're going to try today. So we're just throwing all kinds of stuff um, into the mix to make this even better. Um, every episode we get a little bit more advanced and, um, so yeah, we're, we're good to go. So, sorry about that. So today is optical cleaning. Um, this is something that comes up in support all the time. And since I handle Skywatcher support for both the U.S. and Canada, um, this is a question that comes through email and phones is, how do I clean my optics? What do I need to do to make sure everything's working the way I want it to? And unfortunately, this is a topic that is a simple concept as far as what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep our optics nice and clean, but it's rather complex as far as the answer goes. And that's because there's a lot of different steps that can be taken in order to clean your optics. And it also depends on what optical system you're trying to clean. <clears throat> now, I would like to say right up front that you do not have to keep your optics perfectly clean all the time. They're going to get dust on them. They're going to get dew. They're going to get particles. All kinds of stuff is going to get gunked onto your optics. That's why you're outside using your stuff. It's just the wear and tear of having a telescope. They are made to be used. They are a tool. Now, we also know that maintaining our instruments is an important thing as well. So the first thing that you should probably know when owning a telescope is you're going to have to get over the fact that it's going to get dirty. And yes, your mirror or lens is going to have a coating of dust on it. And it's not going to affect really any part of the telescope um every once in a while you are going to want to clean it but don't overanalyze it uh, don't overthink it just enjoy the telescope and maybe once a year take a look at it and see if it's worth cleaning or not and that's what we're going to kind of go over today is i'm going to try to break this down into two separate uh categories we're going to talk about mirrors and we're going to talk about lenses um, lenses in that area also refers to, you know, meniscus, uh, correctors on like max Schmidt correctors on a Schmidt, um, filters or, you know, anything, any other glass thing. And honestly, you can pretty much use these techniques, um, you know, the cleaning technique that we use for lenses or mirrors as well. So something to keep track of. So. Uh, but don't do not overanalyze do not overclean your optics um i know there are people out there i've talked to them that want to keep their lenses clean all the time it's 
you will do more harm handling your optics repeatedly than just leaving them alone. They are designed to be used. They have generally pretty much everything on the market nowadays has very good coatings. They are very strong. They are hard coatings. They are made to last for years and years of use. Um, so don't worry so much if your optics are dirty. Maybe in a year, take a look at it closer, but don't worry too much about it. And don't do the flashlight test. It's not a test. It's just you being overcritical on your optics. And quite frankly, it's crap. So just don't do the flashlight test. It, it's a joke. Um, though you want to do, a, you want some good light when you are cleaning optics so you know what you're looking for. But don't do the flashlight test. Okay. So, like I said before, I'm going to break this up into two categories. We're going to do lenses uh, first, and then we'll jump into mirrors uh, after. And I'm going to go through kind of what you need, what I personally use here. Um, so if a telescope gets sent in for service, this is how we do it. Um, I'll tell you exactly the, the materials that we use. And I've cleaned many telescopes for customers before. And, you know, this is works. So... I'm telling you from my experience. Now, today, I'm kind of happy about this because we have a whole new setup that we've got here. So I'm going to switch off my webcam and we're going to go to our cleaning table camera. Woo! Um, so we've got our new downward facing uh, camera here. And this is where we're going to be cleaning our optics today. Um, first time we're doing this, so bear with me. Let me move over here. And if you have any questions, I'm going to try my best to answer all of them while doing this i'm on a completely separate area from what i'm used to doing but we're gonna try to make this work so first step before you do anything is you are gonna want to have a nice clean surface to work on usually somewhere that's well lit because you want to be able to reflect the light in your optics to see the dust or the fingerprint marks or whatever. And I usually like to put a towel down, something that's kind of soft to protect anything. Um, it just kind of works well because ultimately, let me actually uh, switch this real quick. I wanted to show you guys this. Um, this was my Esprit 150 after three or four years of use, no cleaning. It was a phenomenal telescope. It is a phenomenal telescope. Um, but you can see it's basically atrocious. It's awful. And it was well in the need of just getting cleaned. Um, but after about five minutes of cleaning, boom, it's ready to go. Looks great. And ready to pop that back on the mount and get out there under the skies again. Um, honestly, I didn't notice any difference. It's just more of a cosmetic thing. But I just wanted to show you guys that uh, real quick. So let me get that out of the way. And let's get back over to our cleaning camera. So... I've had a couple things in the shop, a couple pieces of glass sitting, waiting for this episode, collecting dust. I've been purposely making them dirty so we could do this episode. So, like I said, we're going to start off with lenses first. But what do we need to clean our lenses? Here's what I use. Number one, a rocket bulb blower. Some kind of air blower. Uh really anything works this is just the one i've got you know it just blows air it's nothing you know 
fancy. Um, I like this one because it also has an adjustable tip, so you can actually move it any way you want. Kind of helps. Um, I prefer these over compressed air, or not compressed air. If you have an air compressor, that's the ultimate way to do it. That's generally how I do it. If a scope comes into the shop, I've got an air compressor, blows everything off. Um, this is really handy and is way better than just using canned air. I am not a fan of canned air. I don't recommend canned air because if you don't pay attention, uh, canned air can get condensation going on inside if it's used too frequently and you generally want to do short bursts with it. But if you're not paying attention and you're not, if you've ever used canned air before, that generally looks like a spray can. It's got this little like, you know, straw that you stick in on it. And if you're not careful, like tapping the straw, it's basically going to send that condensation and material that's in the can onto your optics. I've seen it done before. I've done it myself. And it ends up just ends up making a whole mess over the optic you literally just cleaned or are about to clean and just makes your job harder. So I don't recommend uh, canned air. If you have an air compressor at home, that's perfect. Um, if you just need something simple, just get a little rocket ball blower from, you know, Best Buy or Amazon or whatever. Just they're cheap. It's, it's good to have. It blows off extra dust. Um, other people recommend like a camel hair brush or an optical brush. Um, I don't tend to use them. I feel like the blowers do a nice job, but if you want to have one, you can get an optical brush if you like as well. So that's, that's what I use. Um, works just fine. Um, next up this time we're, we are cleaning lenses want a box of tissues, just a regular tissue box. Um, make sure they are unscented, no lotions, no, you know, vapor rubs, no scents, no nothing. Basic tissues. Uh, these work really good. You can get them at the store, just a basic box, you know, nothing fancy, just a basic box of tissues um, is all you need there. That's what's going to help us, you know, do the optical surface. Now, one thing I want to show you guys, um, if, let me bring this over here. Um, Edmund Scientific uh, sells actual wipes for optical cleaning. The advantage of stuff like Kim wipes and stuff like that is they're very low lint. Um, tissues generally leave lint behind and you generally will have to blow them off. It's not a big deal. We use tissues all the time. You just take the air blower and blow that right off. It's It goes away. But at times, if you can, or if you're going to be doing this professionally, or you just want the best wipes available, the Kim wipes are probably the best. There's a bunch of this in this category, but they are almost, they're low lint or lint free, depending on which version you get. I think the green box over here is lint free and the blue box is low lint. Um, these work really, really well. This is what you would use in an optical lab um, to make sure your optics are clean. So if you want the best wipes, these would be the ones I would recommend, but they can be a little bit expensive. And if you're just doing basic cleaning on your telescope, like once a year, a box of tissues works just fine. So that is uh, Edmund Optics uh, carries all those wipes there. So hopefully that was helpful. Get rid of this. Cool. So we have our air blower. Maybe you have a brush. We have some wipes. 
now we need to get into our solvents. So number one, one I use most is 91% isopropyl alcohol. Um, honestly, the better, the more pure, um, the better. So 91%, it just happened to be what I could get at my Walgreens. Um, if you could find even better, like 95 or 99%, it just evaporates quicker. Um, works really well. You could probably use 75%. It's not going to hurt anything. It's just the more pure the percentage, the faster it's going to evaporate and leaves a possibility of leaving less residue on the lenses um, when you're cleaning them. I've had good luck with 91%. It's easy to find and something you can get um, pretty much anywhere. But that is the main solvent. Now, the other one, here we go is called Purisol. Now this was recommended to me. Um, I don't know if I can get a better look at this um, on here. Um, this is Purisol. Purisol is also from, uh, I get it from Edmund Scientific. It comes in these little spray bottles. Uh, this stuff is very nice. The advantage of Purisol, I'm gonna see if I can throw this over here. Hold on, Oop, there we go. Oh, I'm sorry. I think this was blocking it. So here's the Kim wipes. If you're, I don't think this popped up earlier, but Edmunds Optics, here's the Kim wipes. There's the low lint, and I believe the green box is lint free. Said they're a little bit expensive. Now, Purisol, this is it on Edmund Optics. Uh, this was recommended to me by a customer years ago, and it works exceedingly well. I do not use this all the time. What I like this for is the really stubborn stuff that isopropyl can't get off. Maybe you've got some uh, pollen that's stuck on the lens um, or whatever. It's just this really does a nice job at getting the really difficult stuff. So usually what I'll do is I'll go through, clean the lens with isopropyl alcohol um, and if there's anything that's really caked on there, I'll hit it with Purisol. And from there, I'll then go back and clean everything up again with another run of isopropyl. But that's generally how I would go about uh, doing that. Uh, but this Purisol stuff works very, very well. I've been very, very happy with it, um, ultimately. Let me pop this back up. And it comes in several different types of sizes this is the four ounce bottle which lasts forever i've had this for years i'm only down half a bottle and it's just a little spritz bottle um you know works really well so that's what i basically use for cleaning lenses i've got the purisol i've got isopropyl i've got some tissues and my little rocket blower and that's it uh, maybe you want to wear a pair of rubber gloves because if you've just cleaned the lens and your finger gets on the lens, you got to clean it again. So gloves will help prevent that. So, All right. So here's our nice, dirty 120 ED doublet lens. And I've touched it. I'm going to make you guys freak out. I'm going to rub it with my fingers. Oh, my goodness. The audacity and the nerve. I can't imagine what we're doing. Oh, my God. So this is clearly a disaster now. Um, what are we going to do about it? There's dust on it. There's a 
fingerprints all over it. My goodness, there's even a scratch on the back. Look at the crap that's on this thing. Why would anyone do this to such a lens? Well, it's a demo lens, so that's why we're going to be doing it. Um, generally, the way you want to clean your lens, I would not recommend, especially if you do not know what you're doing, uh, do not remove the lenses from the cell at all. Um, it's especially a triplet. Do not touch it. Um, generally, if you want to clean like you're a spree or something, just retract the dew shield. Probably just need to cr uh, clean the front element, uh, the front surface there. That's all generally you've got to do on stuff like this. That's all we're going to do today. But just get the dew shield off of your telescope. Maybe put it on the mount so you have access to it. Um, real clean and easy. This is just a lens that I have laying around for this demo purpose. But do not disassemble your optical system. When it comes to a refractor, just put it on the mount, take the dew shield off, keep it up at an angle, and get ready to clean it if you can. Or, you know, lay it here on a flat surface or something like that. That works too. Um, I've got a light here that'll kind of help. Maybe. Anyway, there's the dust. This lens needs help. So, here's how I generally handle this. First off... You want to get your little blower and make sure it's ready to go. Generally, what I like to do first is just blow off any loose debris from the lens. And you'll find that most of the particles that are on your optical system are pretty loose. They're just sitting there. So a blower, I don't know if you guys can see it too well, but that blower helped quite a bit. We got rid of a lot of that loose material really quickly. Uh, but there's still some stuff on there. I still got my fingerprint oils are on there. Um, and there's still some caked on dust there. So we want to get rid of that. So we did our blower. We got rid of the loose particles. Maybe you could take your camel hair brush and dust it off if you really wanted to. I'm not going to do that. I don't feel like I need to. Um, so what we're going to use next is our isopropyl alcohol and so we're going to put that there we're going to need our tissue box now this is where i try to explain this to people over emails and it's probably just easier to show people how this works so I'll put my lens over there our extra tissue over there you want to make sure you have your box of tissues ready to go because you are going to go through a lot of them um, so be prepared so we have our tissue right here. This is just one basic tissue. What I like to do first is there's the fold line. First, you're going to fold it in half long ways. There you go. Then we're going to fold it in half again. There we go. Then again, over again. And then one more time, giving us a two by two square. If it long as it doesn't unfold on us so about a two inch by two inch square it doesn't have to be fancy just you want to have a nice edge on it because the edge is what's going to be doing all the cleaning work so you can see right there we've got a nice folded edge we're ready to go so now that we've got this ready we've got our tissue folded we need our isopropyl get our lens over here you want to wet one edge of this tissue with your isopropyl alcohol. Um, 
just like this all I do nothing fancy I just go along the edge there and wet it and that's it and what we're gonna do is you're gonna take this tissue just hold it like this I usually use two fingers on the top and then my thumb and then put that on the lens and then lightly press and drag it across the lens one stroke that's it once you've done one stroke you're gonna take this thing and toss it and you can see right there that has done well let me get my light here it might be hard to see and I don't know if it's gonna show really you can kind of see right there how much cleaner it already looks from just that one stroke there um, see this might not show up really well um, might be hard to see but this side is much cleaner now with just that one pass now now that we did that again we're gonna take another tissue we're gonna fold that we're gonna wet another edge with the isopropyl and it's gonna be the same thing take the two gently press and slide across the surface and if the isopropyl is fairly pure it, I don't know if you can see it but it'll evaporate fairly quickly and it won't leave any residues anywhere so it's still drying there a little bit um, but the lens is starting to look a lot better we don't have a lot of the dirt there you can kind of see the line here now where this part of the lens is clean cleaner and this part's still dirty there um, let me just see some of the questions here I know there's a couple of them um, do the cleaners like alcohol remove the coatings from the lenses when cleaning them no that's a good question so isopropyl alcohol does not hurt the coatings these coatings are hard they're very difficult to damage now I wouldn't go using something stupid like Brasso or something like that to remove it we're cleaning a lens we're not cleaning metal um, so isopropyl alcohol is strong enough to where it's going to remove any particulates and stuff like that but it's not going to do any harm to the lens now if you sit there scrubbing this thing over and over and over then over time you might wear some stuff down but the what we're doing here um, is not going to hurt anything so that's that's why we're showing you the correct way to work with your lenses so you don't damage anything so you can see from that one pass I don't know if you can or not it might be too exposed um, let me see if I can adjust our camera here a little bit you can see all the dirt that that one pass picked up off the lens there so that's what we want one pass that's how dirty it was and throw it off we don't want it anymore you do not want to use the same uh, tissue twice because it's gonna drag any of that material across the lens it might cause you know micro scratches or whatever we just we don't want to keep using that over and over again so each time you're gonna do a pass across your optic you're gonna to want to get another tissue hold it into that two by two square and wet the edge again it doesn't have to be perfect you just want a nice clean edge on there and do your pass one more time press down and each time you're just going to go right across the lens until you've completed the entire lens 
Also, uh, for any of you who are saying there are scratches on this lens, this lens has been scratched to oblivion. It's an educational piece, so... Um, you do want to pay attention to what is already on the lens. Over time, lenses will get little spots in their coatings and stuff like that. It's just wear and tear on a telescope. It's not the end of the world. You're never going to notice it. You just want to get the lens as clean as you can, but don't overstress it. And we're going to finish this up here and get our last wipe there. Um, and that's pretty good. Um, Generally, what I like to do is I like to get like a bright light and kind of reflect it. You know, sunlight works good um, just to see if there's any little, you know, ghosting or anything that you've left over um, just to make sure it looks better. Um, let me see if I can get the light here. Um, but you can see it actually looks a lot better. Um, we got a lot of the fingerprints off. There's still some pitting on there. Um those little particulates. And that's what I'm talking about. There's some stuff on here that the isopropyl didn't get off. And that's when maybe we want to bring in like the purisol. And you also want to make sure, unlike what I'm doing right now, um, when our optics are clean, when you send a telescope in, we do use a mask because if you're talking over it, you can basically put particulates on the lens. Um, so yeah generally don't want to talk over your optics while you're cleaning them because you're just going to end up fitting all over your lens that you just cleaned. Now, we have some difficult pieces on here or little dots on here. And I want to try to get those off. So we're going to bring in the Purisol. So again, you're going to fold your tissue. We got the Purisol. And again, because it's a spray bottle, I like to wet one edge of tissue here and find where we're going to clean and drag that across. That actually did, hard to see it probably because glass here, but that actually did a nice job. It got rid of some of the difficult things there. Um, you wanna go through that a couple times if needed. If you don't need to, you don't need to deal with it. So uh, don't worry about making it perfect. Now that Purisol actually did get rid of a couple uh, spots that were stuck on here. And it did a nice job. So our lens at the moment looks pretty good. I'd probably go over it one more time completely with isopropyl if it was a customer's telescope. Um, and let me brighten this up here a little bit. I can get this. You guys can see a little bit better. Um, we're still working with the exposure. Um, once I did a, a, a run of uh, Purisol, I'd probably, just to make sure everything was cleaned up, I would go back and do one more run of um, isopropyl. And normally that would be all I need to do on the lenses there. So that's our 120, which actually wasn't too bad. It looks like it's, you know, minus the scratches. But again, this is a demo lens. Your, your lens is going to be immaculate. There's not going to be any scratches on it. So, you know, there's that. Let me show you one that's terrible. Um, here is a corrector. This thing has seen better days. It's awful. Look at the ghosting on that from all the dust there. This is horrible. Um, so let's just see if we can do this really quick. It's a small lens and then we're going to probably flip over to mirrors. Again, I want to wet the edge of 
my issue there. Now this is a smaller optic we're dealing with. So what I like to do is I like to press it down like this and then I just like to spin it and literally just go around and then pull off. And it actually did a really nice job. There's a lot of stuff that's not there anymore. We're gonna let that dry and we're gonna do the other side. Let me throw that away. Hold this up one more time. I thought we were going to have to use, we might have to use Purisol on this one too, but let's just get going. Cut the edge, wet edge here. Hold two fingers, pinky, just a nice firm grip. Put it down and then just spin it. And then when you're about done, you're going to pull it off and kind of flick it out of there um, just to make sure that nothing gets stuck on there. So you can see that already looks way better than it did a minute ago. And of course, there's still some junk on there. Um, you'd probably wanna go back one more time. You don't have to overthink this. You just have to keep going. Just have some patience. Another thing I like to do if it's a small optic, you have to get into the corners, fold it, of course, in your two by two, and then fold that in half, which gives you a triangle. And then I like to wet the edge, edge part of the triangle and this gives you a really tight edge there. And you can actually push that into the corners there and then rotate that. And it just gives you a lot more command over cleaning the corners there. And I, don't, I know it's kind of hard to see there, but it's done a really nice job uh, getting some of that out of there. So uh, hopefully that's been uh, helpful there. Uh, this is actually looking a lot better. I had to clean this thing at some point. Um, it's a demo model, so it's been touched and used and all kinds of stuff there. Um, but I want to get to mirrors here. So one more time, if you're doing something small and you need to get the edges, fold your 2x2 two two square into the little triangle, wet the edge, or I'm sorry, the corner there. Hold it like this. It gives you much more command. And then just kind of rotate that while pressing down. Kind of press it up into the corner and when you're done kind of out of there um, and then you're just going to let this dry but you can see this already looks a lot better um, than it was before and you might have to go over it a couple times uh, if you're cleaning a really dirty uh, piece of glass but don't overstress they're never going to be absolutely perfect but hopefully uh, that's helpful but this already looks a lot better than it was a minute ago so and that was a bad that was the worst case that i had too so that's it for lenses and you could actually use the isopropyl um trick and tissues for um uh really anything filters um diagonal mirrors finder scope optics whatever you know meniscus correctors Schmidt correctors, you know, any of that works. So that's it for lenses there. And now we're going to move on to mirrors. So let me off. Here is our, I believe this is an eight inch mirror. Um, it's really filthy, as you can see, um, all the dust that's on there. This is pretty typical of a Dobsonian mirror or a Newtonian mirror. 
they get dirty over time because they're they are open tubes. They are exposed to the elements when you're using it. So you can see just all the dust uh, that's caked on this mirror. This happens. It's not a big deal. Um, it's just actually what it does show me is you're using your telescope, which is the most important thing. If you have an immaculate mirror, this means you're not using it or you just. So uh, mirrors are a little bit different. I've actually cleaned mirrors with isopropyl before, just like we did before with the, you know, folded squares and all that. It works, uh, but there's a faster way to clean it. Now, unlike refractors where I said don't disassemble, Newtonians uh, are going to be different because you actually want to get the mirror generally out of its mirror cell. Now, our Jobsonians, the mirror cells are generally held in place by six or eight or whatever the model is um phillips screws and then they have clips that hold the mirrors in you have to take the clips out so the mirror pops out you want the whole mirror out on its own so that way you can handle it i think this is a eight inch um obviously larger mirrors you're going to want a bigger area to clean uh generally like a bathtub i've cleaned my old 20 inch in a bathtub, um, my 28 inch mirror, which is still really new and haven't cleaned it yet. That's going to need like a kiddie pool, uh, to clean that thing. But most mirrors, moderate mirrors up to about 16 inch, you can probably do in the kitchen sink. Um, first thing you want to do though, is you want to make sure you have a nice clean area and definitely have a towel because now we're dealing with a loose chunk of glass and you can chip. I've had friends do this. You can chip your glass uh, really easily if you're not paying attention. So I like to have a towel down. Um, that way it's got some nice soft place to live until it gets back into the safety of its cell. So uh, I obviously don't have a sink right here. So I actually need in um, here because we're gonna be using water. Now, here's the stuff that you're gonna wanna use when cleaning your mirror. So. You, like I said before, you want a nice clean area. I'd probably get yourself a towel to pad that down. Make sure it's kind of open so you've got room to work, especially if it's a larger mirror. Um, because we're using a small thing, this is going to be my tub. Maybe you could use it in the tub, you know, the kitchen sink or the tub in your bathroom. Or do it outside. Get a little pool and do it outside. Um, just some kind of container so the water can go somewhere. Now, when it comes to cleaning uh, mirrors, it's very simple. Uh, well, first off, you're going to want to use distilled water. Now, you can get a gallon of that from Target or something for like 85 cents. I have a bottle of it somewhere back here. Um, you want distilled water. Generally, I'd say you want two gallons. You want to have one gallon that's going to be your clean water and one gallon that's gonna be your soapy water. Now, when you get home and you're ready to do it, put one gallon to the side and don't touch it. That's gonna be your clean water. Now, get the other bottle, open that up, and you're gonna take... I like using Blue Dawn dish soap. One drop of this. One drop goes into a gallon, shake it all up in the gallon there, and get it nice and soapy. And that's going to be your clean, your soapy water. 
Now, the only other thing you're really going to need is a thing of uh, cotton balls. Just regular cotton balls, nothing fancy. And paper towels. Just regular paper towels is all you're going to need. So, got our tin here. Get this centered for you guys. There we go. Boom. Got our tin. And we're going to take our mirror. We're going to put that inside the tin. Now, generally, the way I like to do it is I actually like to put something underneath. You know, either a towel or a piece of foam or something like that. Something that's going to angle the mirror. Actually, this one I don't really need too much. It doesn't weigh that much. So we can angle it there. So we're going to angle our mirror because basically what we're going to do is we're going to take our clean water and actually let it flow down. But first, just in case, you could still get your blower and just kind of blow all that off. Wow, there was a lot of loose dust in here. That just kind of blew away. So just blow the mirror off. Any loose particulates. So... Here's our clean water. Basically all you want to do here, and you could do this two different ways, and I've done it both ways. You can either angle the mirror, like what we're doing right now, or you can lay it flat. Now, most Newtonian mirrors are parabolic. So they're like a bowl. What a lot of people like to do is they take their water and they actually just pour it on the surface of the mirror and let it fill up like a bowl. You can see it'll actually start to pool there natively. Now, that's generally to get some of the bigger particulates off. You can wear gloves on this if you want to. Um, that'll help get rid of some of the dirt there. Now, we got rid of our loose particles. And you can actually do this too. Actually pour it over the edge there and just kind of let it you know, cascade down the surface of the mirror. And the surface is generally polished so well that the water just literally rolls right off of it. So we got a lot of our loose material off. Generally, you want to do this in a sink so you're not pooling all the water there. But Next thing we want to do, now that we've got the loose particulates off, there's still a layer of dust there that might be hard to see on the mirror. So we want to get our soapy water involved. And we're going to just... Pull this up here up onto the mirror and you can see there's our soapy water we've got the bubbles in there now and you don't need a lot of soap but what this is going to do is it's going to give us some kind of solvent to help get rid of those really um, difficult particulates now once you've got the soapy water kind of sitting in the mirror like a bowl I usually get our cotton balls you can get a bundle of them or you can get a handful of them or whatever you want. Pinch them like this. I usually like to start from the middle and work my way out. So start in the middle, put it on the mirror. You don't really have to force anything down. Just gently take it and in kind of a circular motion working out, start that process just letting it slowly drag along the mirror, working outward. 
And what this does is it just kind of scrubs off any uh, articles that are still sitting there. And then you can actually pour the mirror out if you want. It's actually looking a lot better. Um, and you can do this a couple times depending on how difficult the mirror, how really dirty the mirror is. Um, you're never going to get it perfect. But you just want to get it to where we're getting a lot of the uh, particles off the off the mirror so you know this looks pretty good if you feel the need to go through and do it again do it every time it's going to be different so if you need to go back you know fill it up again with the soapy water and let that just kind of cascade over the surface again and if you feel the need to do so just kind of go back in with your cotton balls and circular light circular motions just work out go ahead and clean off that mirror surface again got another bucket here and go ahead and pour that out now let all that now generally at this point we need to rinse off any leftover soap we don't want that to sit on the mirror so we want to get our clean water I would angle the mirror up again because we want to cascade all of this off. Get that there. So we have the mirror at an angle. We just want to get the last little bits of soapy water off. So go ahead and just pour that over the mirror again. Get all that off there. This is with our clean water. And that looks good. So generally you want to take the mirror out. See if I can get rid of this water without dumping it everywhere. All right. So this is our mirror. And it's still a little bit wet. There's going to be a little... Let me see if I can uh, tone this down a little bit so we can see... Some of the dots there. There. Now this is where the paper towels come in. Now you can just slowly lay this on the surface of the mirror. You don't have to press down. We're just trying to get it to collect any little beads of water that are left over. Some people take a hair dryer and they blow these off. What I like to do is I actually like to fold this up and you get a nice little point on the edge of that. And what you can do is taking this point, you can just go in and just touch the dot, the little bead of water that's still there. And that point should be just enough to where it'll actually absorb the water bead right off the surface of the mirror and it pulls it right up and looks a lot better and works really well just kind of go around and tap each bead let them just absorb right back onto the paper towels there and you can always just stamp just for the sake of it always just pat this dry too to pull them up um there might be some leftover dots there 
they're not going to hurt anything but i would not recommend dragging paper towels over the surface and if there's any little fibers left over you want to get your blower bulb again and just kind of blow off the surface there Go a little bit in the center here not and that generally looks a lot better so let me see if i can open this up a little bit you can see now the mirror looks way better than it did before there's still some dots on there you know we can blow those off probably and if it's an older mirror it's probably seen a little bit but you can see that clearly looks a million times better get all of our stuff out of here Dust on it it looks good it's ready to go back in the mirror cell and it's out for another night of observing so that's really all you need to do for cleaning optics it's very simplistic um see it looks a lot better there there we go see how much cleaner that looks there's no more dust there it's ready to go put back in the cell collimate it and get back out to observing so that is how you clean mirrors lenses and hopefully that's worked really well for some of you or will in the future now that's pretty much it i i don't know that i have much more for you guys so let me switch this off Boop. um hopefully that was a good episode for you guys i know there's some questions in here let me see if i got through all of them if you have any questions now uh would be the time to ask them uh let me make sure we've got everything so no the cleaners do not hurt the the coatings um i will say over time on newtonian mirrors you know about 10 years or so you're going to want to get them recoded anyway because the coatings do fade over time that's just inherent um from using newtonians so that's, you know, as part of owning a, a Newtonian of any kind. Uh, so yeah, it won't hurt coatings. Um, let's see. Uh, the solution, yeah, it's called Purisol. Uh, let me, uh, this is generally for really stubborn stuff on lenses. Let me shrink, my, get myself out of the way. There we go. Get this from Edmund Scientific. Um, it's a little pricey for what it is, but a little bottle will go a long way. You don't need a lot of this stuff. Um, so hopefully that helps. Yes, how to remove scratches. Uh, the only time you can remove scratches from an optic is to grind them off and polish it. So don't try not to scratch your optics. Small scratches happen. It's just part of use. It's not going to show you anything. Let's see. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us, Hal. Yes. So the lens cleaning part of this also applies to like a Schmidt corrector. Um, you can use that uh, anytime. Uh, isopropyl alcohol, some tissues. I've cleaned many a telescope of my own several c14s you know cleaned other friends telescopes that way just make sure you have a big tissue box and a lot of isopropyl and you're ready to go um and you're ready to go at that point you don't need anything fancy to do that um 
if you suspect there's some fungus inside of an eyepiece, what's best? I would probably contact the manufacturer of the eyepiece and ask them. Fungus normally occurs from like moisture that's gotten in between there. Um, you can use like ultraviolet light to help kill fungus, but ultimately you may, if any optic gets fungus in it, I would recommend contacting the manufacturer and seeing the best way to handle that directly because generally it requires disassembling the optics to get in between the elements there. All right. Uh, if you guys have any further questions, I that's pretty much it for the episode. So hopefully that was uh, fun. And anybody who's watching this in the future, I hope that this really comes in handy. Um, it's a pretty simplistic thing. Cleaning your telescope is simply part of owning it. It's just something that if you're going to own a telescope or any kind of camera lens, honestly, it's just part of making sure that your investment is taken care of. You don't overthink it. They do not need to be cleaned all the time, maybe once a year, but don't stress over it. Dust happens. It's you're using your telescope. That's how it works. Well, awesome. I don't see any more questions out there. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us on Friday. Next Friday, we have my good friend Gil Esquierdo. Um, he is joining us as our speaker. He is a telescope operator. He does follow-up work for the TESS mission as well as the former Kepler mission. And he uh, operates the 60-inch telescope on Mount Hopkins. And he'll be telling us about exoplanets and what it's like actually running a professional telescope. That is next week. So join us next Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here at Skywatcher What's Up webcast. Thanks very much, everyone. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and clear skies. See you guys.